How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Welcome back to the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast, where we cover all things unscripted in the zeitgeist. I'm Emily. Nice intro. That was spicy right off the top. Ooh, I loved it. It just Um, came to me. I was feeling inspired. I was channeling. I love it. I'm Sammy and happy to be here. Me too. Um, um, What's new, Sammy, with you and your vermin? Oh, my vermin. Yeah. So um, originally we hired a pest control guy for some ants that were living in the mudroom and those ants have since been killed, but why are you laughing? Because <laughs> of Rio? Yeah. <laughs> My dog is just keeps eating and drinking so happily as soon as I sign on to the podcast. It's when you feel relaxed as soon as you hit record, he feels relaxed. And yeah. I and I would never take that away from him. He just goes ham as soon as you hit record. I really think he feels your joyful essence. Whenever my like girlfriends come over, that's when he chows down. And this is just that. Like he's yeah. just feeling safe and happy in your presence. Energetic. Yeah, I know. He loves being with the girls. Yeah. Just having a so, little chit chat. So sorry if you Anyway, guys hear back that. to your pests. Back to your anyway, pests. So the A lot of you a lot of people have been asking. A lot about- of people have been asking about a vermin update. So here we go. So the carpenter ants dead long ago, but Austin had bought like a a punch pass like several visits from the vermin experts so this <laughs> Wait, is our why? last one why like just i don't know he bought like the premium package so like they make sure like every last vermin is like dead they come four times this is the fourth visit it's been like eight months and now we've got some some mice that are trying to get in because it's fall um is your exterminator to... like an mlm <laughs> they're like hey girl you sign on to our team now and join and get our premium VIP package. We'll come back five times. And actually the fifth time is free. Next time we talk, I'm like, I'm an exterminator now. It's weird. Like I'm working for this guy. Like I'm in his downline. And I'm going to be a girl I'm boss. A, I'm my own boss and I work on my own time. <laughs> it's the dream. Um, okay. So we bought a punch pass. <laughs> So this is the last visit. He's. I'm gonna talk to him about how the mice are entering the house, and hopefully we're going to um, keep them out slash trap any of like. Okay, I'm really on the fence about do I do a kill trap or do I do a live trap and release them in the woods? And that's something I have to think about today while we're podcasting. But it's heavy. It's heavy on my shoulders. 
you should think about that as we enter into the new year. By the time uh, people will be listening to this, it'll be the Jewish New Year. So happy Rosh Hashanah to all my Jews out there um, and to everyone else. Just I, I think this is a time. OK, so we call this like the time of the high holidays because first you have like New Year and then you have like a day where you're supposed to like reflect on everything. Um it has always made more sense for me for the new year to be in the fall, in the time of harvest and abundance. Um, and so I'm just thinking of being grateful. Like I'm actually still thinking about what we've been talking about, trying to be less of a sad sack and more of like um, a happy sack sometimes. Yeah, that's the better sack to be if you have the choice. Um and let's I'm hauling to... this flesh sack around no matter what. So might as well turn that frown upside down. To try and like literally mind fuck yourself into being happy by being like, I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to have positive thoughts. Like, let's give it a whirl. Yeah. And if that gets exhausting, just buy my book that's the actual antithesis to that. And what I wrote is a counterbalance to it of the stuff I hate journal. But I do think... You can you can pair them together. It's like a little double ice cream scoop. Of yeah, malefic- maleficent. No, is that evil well, plotting? Um, you know, vengeful, rageful sadness. Um, mixed with a little bit of joy and gratitude for your girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, life is. <laughs> it's a mixed bag. I am still, I have still have a little bit of a fever now. <laughs> and you, so I don't know. I, I don't know what, um, what and how these thoughts that are coming through my head, how they will travel through. You know, I, I you know, I usually don't, don't like being to very show. normal, <laughs> super normal. Everything's normal and fine. Yeah. Well, normally I don't like to show any signs of weakness on the podcast, physical or emotional, but <laughs> I know you guys see me as a god, as a hero. (laughs) One of my missions is to let people know that podcasters are just regular people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to shatter that that illusion. I think you're being yeah, you're you're being brave and um, vulnerable and inspiring to me, and I'm trying to keep it positive too. And I haven't even had my Lexapro today. I forgot. So this is reminding me that's an essential part as well. Should we pause and take our meds and then any listeners who've forgotten to take their meds can also do the same? Yeah. Be right back. Okay. Okay. We're going to pause. All right. We took a break. We took our meds. Actually, I already took my meds because I got a new pill organizer, um, but I didn't realize that once it arrived, it kind of dispenses them like a little Pez dispenser. So it's really exciting. (laughs) Really? Yeah, it's like a little, it's, it's shaped like an orange and there's like little orange slices and you put your pills in each of the slices, but then drop it drops the link. I mean, it's like $2 on Amazon. I can, I can drop that in the show notes. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. At least or maybe, send it to me personally. Like, that's I'll like, post it on Instagram. I'll post it on Instagram. <laughs> and ironically, because the episode we're covering today has a gumball machine prop, like, that's what your like description made me think of. Like imagine a tiny little gumball machine where you turn it and you get one little antidepressant every day and then maybe also a candy. 
I've thought of doing that, but then I would lose track of the days, like if I had done it already or not. <laughs> then I guess if it came with a little candy or like a little toy, I would I would like have that. I would remember eating my candy or playing with my little toy. It also gives you a stamp that fades after one day. So you check your hand. Have I had <laughs> it comes with a temporary tattoo. It comes with a, you know, like if we could really turn this into just like an unboxing moment, every pill of every day, that'd be so slay. That actually would. It would it would satisfy um our overconsumption habits and get us to take our meds on time. I think we're on to something. Get that dopamine flowing. Yes. Um, which is maybe not what we're gonna do today with this episode that we're covering. Uh, but we will get our minds flowing with what was going on in 2008 and were we okay that we thought that this was wholesome television? Well, the the biggest takeaway from this is that it's extremely relevant. It's prescient to where we are at now. It's like an issue that's going to be affecting way more kids than just these kids. And these were kind of like the guinea pigs oh yeah we're gonna be talking about the original reality tv family not the first ones to ever be on our screens but definitely the first really famous ones who people knew their names um and they were they were household names for a while an incredibly popular show um john and kate plus eight it's been a much requested listener request we're gonna be going all the way back to season three episode 23 maddie's day but first i want to ask what is your experience with the show um this was my first time watching an episode of the show okay i was gonna say really but that's yeah that checks that's i only know the tabloid headlines like i remember john being embarrassing everyone's embarrassing like divorcing dad like loser vibes with his ed hardy you know hanging out with like girls gone wild like yeah just being embarrassing and i knew kate was a bitch yeah yeah i used to watch it regularly like on on the tv um i've been a fan of the learning channel and (laughs) from back in the day and i guess i still am um, but yeah, I used to watch it like unironically back in the day because I was like, oh, this is like a cute little family. Like it was sort of my wholesome break in between all of the salacious reality shows I was watching back then. Yeah, well, I think that's the intention of people who consume like family vlogging content and TV shows. Like most normal people watching are like, this is a wholesome and like, you know, calming or like, I just like watching families kids stuff combing kids hair and doing kids like it's just kind of like neutral I guess yeah yeah it's like a little little palate cleanser and also you're like wow that's a lot of kids um makes you think but this episode aired April 14th 2008 um the hits the billboard hits of that week really tell a story so they tell two stories (laughs) so number five a hit was Lollipop by Lil Wayne. Incredible. Uh, number four, incredible. Low. Yeah, number four, Low by Flo Rida and T-Pain. Also incredible. Um, and then we have the top three um, sort of wistful R&B ballads, I want to say. We have No Air, Jordan Sparks featuring Chris Brown, Bleeding Love by Leona Lewis, and Love in This Club by Usher. 
the club was going off. Like 2007, 2008, I'm blessed to have been there clubbing during those times. It really felt fun and carefree, not like clubbing now. Well, 2008 was when the financial crash was underway. So I think yeah. artists were maybe consciously or unconsciously coming through and knew, knew that we needed a little pick-me-up. Like the time leading up to the crash was great. And then during the crash, it was kind of like, who the fuck cares about anything? Like, let's vibe out. Like, yeah, I may not I have mean, like a lot of the songs were like, let's spend our last like hundred dollars at the bar tonight. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of the spirit right now, except the hits feel kind of very like, when did it end? You know, like, right. It's like, I need to not hear that anymore. <laughs> the club is not going off right now. Like, no. there's like no good club music coming out. And like, yeah, it, it's sad. It's, it's KMS music all over the radio. That's the vibe. I know. Charlie XCX is just carrying it on her back. Her and Addison Ray. <laughs> Who else? Who else is doing the work right now? But anyhow, that's a story for another day. Let's get into this episode. So it starts off with the opening song, which has this whimsical theme music um, and John and Kate are narrating. Like It all started with the two of us and then we had our twins. We tried for one more, but ended up with six. It might not bring out the best in us, but we're in this together. It really reminded me of Teen Mom. Yeah, I I actually like was obsessed with their tone of voice during that. Like them being like the stress of having multiples doesn't always bring out the best in us, but we are a family. It may not be an easy life, but it's our life. <laughs> I thought it was very like resigned and like like this is fucked up. You guys are like going to see some some shit today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you really see how John was just checked out. Um, and like they were they were doing their best. They were really, really young when this happened. Like when they first started having kids, I think they were 23. So Yeah. Yeah. I these are not the worst people we've covered on this show. That's for sure. <laughs> no, although the reason not to go there right off the bat but like all the stuff with ruby frankie recently has made me wonder like what else has been going on behind closed doors at some of these vlog family and reality family houses well i think that like as much as people who film their family try to hide the real dynamic it does seep through no matter how good they are at like putting it on for the cameras it seeps through in little ways and you can see flashes of what's really going on and I mean, in Ruby Frankie's, she was always saying horrifying stuff on her videos, like, and then we took his bed away, and then we took their food away, and like, yeah, that's but- true, that's true. Because even even uh, people that are abusing their kids and trying to hide it, if they're filming themselves enough, they'll say something that they think is normal. Yeah, and it's it not. will slip through. Like you, you yeah. can't wear the mask all the time, and um, <clears throat> I sorry, I just. And what? I just had a like complete um, Mitch McConnell moment. <laughs> Please pause. <laughs> I'm I'm not pausing. This is real life. 
we need to get Mitch McConnell out of the Senate and we need to get you, I don't know, juiced up in your podcasting seat because I'm not ready to oust you. <laughs> I need you still got some years left in you. Mitch, no, he does not. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what kind of like system they have for propping him up and rolling him out there onto the podiums, but they need to let it go. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> but you you are not a lost cause, Sammy. I still have hope. So Thank you. yeah, the ma- the mask slips. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh. they're talking about their body language on the couch, and that should be, I think, like the image to remember from. Like, it just tells you everything. Like, he's like slumped down, and like just like she'll just whip her head around and the way they look at each other there's so much contempt between them they don't respect each other they don't like enjoy each other it's so painful to watch like nobody should watch this show who has experienced anyone divorcing it is so triggering (laughs) like yeah or maybe watch it to be like wow my life wasn't as bad as theirs if it wasn't you know i don't know if your dynamic resembles theirs in any way end your relationship today yeah get yeah, out true truly i know I, I at the time i mean i was in high school at the time watching this but i thought john was so chill now i just see him so dissociated like eyes fully glazed over and, and she's just like isn't that right john he's like yeah yeah i guess <laughs> <Totally. laughs> <To> everything <laughs> he's so dissociated just in a button-up and a sweater vest and hating his life <laughs> He's in a button-up and a sweater vest. She is in a boat neck sweater with, like, a collared shirt for much of this episode. I forgot about that style. And obviously, obviously the Karen haircut that we know. I mean, Kate Gosling invented that. But also those um, eyebrows that are, like, little thin, like, lowercase l. You know, they just kind of go up and straight across. Yeah. That was a very, like... 1990s look that some people's eyebrows got stuck that way i called them sperm brows kind of that's what yeah 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 um yeah we're not here to disparage their looks we're here to disparage their personality um so it's their special day it's a special day for maddie a special day is when they take just one of the kids out so they're taking maddie to get her ears pierced yay um but first kate is telling maddie to go brush her teeth and then she's like already screaming like, John, look at her mouth. Have you been brushing her teeth for her at night? And John's like, she's seven. And Kate's like, she'll do it. She'll just do a quick job. And then she's done. And she's like, she does a lot of like talking to the camera right there in her kitchen. Like while Maddie's standing there, like while the kids are staying there in front of her. That was. This, this was horrifying. This was like, oh my God. She just like openly like disparages her kids to like the world and strangers and being like she's dirty look at her like you know it's like she's learning hygiene and yeah she needs to be like taught but like damn don't humiliate her like this oh my god this episode is one big humiliation of maddie that maddie runs off screaming and the cameras kind of follow her down the hallway like (laughs) and Mm -hmm. they zoom in and and kate's just still on her little path um she's saying like during the special days the kids go to aunt jody's who is enemy number one of this episode. Remember that. Um, but yeah, John, they're getting ready to leave. John's leaving and they're, all the kids are surrounding him, like grabbing onto his legs and chanting like kisses and hugs, kisses and hugs. And uh, it made me sad knowing that uh, for 
no, six of them are estranged from him. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. talk about. Yes, I know. Yeah. And even in their little filler conversations where in their little confessional, yeah, the vibe is always off. Like they're talking about how John's saying like, oh, you got to put learn how to put gas in the vans. And Kate's like, I don't do that. Like it's an unspoken agreement that you do that. And John just kind of stares off. Yeah. She's like, what? Like he fills up my car every day and like girls don't fill up cars. And like, what is that nice? Is that normal? Like she's literally just like, I literally take this man for granted. Like he's my servant. Like he's, of course he fills the car. He works for me. Like, yeah, she was like, even when we were both working, he would go at night and fill my car up with gas. And he's just like staring off. He's just he just, just wants to thousand- literally melt into the ground. It's hard yeah. to watch. I know he's kind of like whatever will make me not yell get yelled at that day. Oh my God, it's true. That's- but. Then Kate turns to Maddie, talking about her in the confessional. She says, Maddie is very lovely, but she has her oh dear side. And then launches into, okay, so then she launches into this explanation of Maddie, which I wrote down word for word. While this explanation is going on, they're filming, they're they're doing a compilation of Maddie screaming and hitting the younger kids. So that was a rough super cut. (laughs) I know. So after saying Maddie has her oh dear side, she's seven. Then she says where she tries to be manipulative and controlling and in charge all the time and has trouble minding authority and trouble telling the truth sometimes. Um, But she's full of life and witty. um, And she's the kid that keeps us. uh, And then she trails off. She's like, I don't know. Speechless. And, like, John looks confused and he looks like he's holding back from saying something. Like, he looks like he's about to say something a few times and then just, like, stays silent. Yeah. Totally. Can't, and can't what, speak up. Agree, disagree. Just just is dead. Calling a seven-year-old manipulative and controlling. And controlling? I know. I'm, like, t- rejection much? Jesus. She doesn't mind my authority. It's, like... Well, you're psycho. <laughs> so, like. Oh, yeah. And she's partly explaining this in the kitchen in front of some Bible verses. I, I zoomed in on them. <laughs> There's these Bible verses taped to the kitchen cabinets. What do they um, say? Oh, one of them. Oh, actually, they're funny. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> one says, do, do everything without complaining or arguing. <laughs> and it was like Thessalonians <laughs> 2. No, I'm it didn't. I'm fully, yes, I'm serious. <laughs> Do everything without complaining. Shut your stupid mouth. Because the Bible says, you dumb kids, stop being so manipulative, you little bitch. <laughs> Do everything. Just period. <laughs> like, think of it and fucking do it. You guys need to be scrubbing 247. <laughs> Usually parents like that at least have something like family comes first, like as their decor, and then they're not actually like that. But she's not even, there's no pretense. (laughs) I never thought of having like scary Bible verses up. That's kind of like goth and cool. (laughs) That's kind of punk rock. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. And, but in this compilation of Maddie being like a troublesome kid, that they're trying to portray her as one of them is just her eating breakfast and she like puts her hand up to the camera to like push it away and it's like yeah I you're know. seven you're eating breakfast and you don't want a camera two inches from your face 
Kate and production are a double-headed monster to those kids. Like, they are completely intrusive and Kate completely backs them up. She's like, I want this money. I want this show to be like, let's show all the like fucked up shit that goes on in this house. I don't care. Whatever will make us the most ratings. Yeah, totally. Um, Yeah, they're in cahoots and they were until the bitter end. So now they're at the mall and Maddie is excited to get her ears pierced. Um, Kate brings her special stuffed animal as a surprise to comfort her. But then she pulls it out when she's about to get her ears pierced and um she maddie's actually upset and she's crying she's saying like she wished she had left it at home and she, they have to wash it now and like the moment she starts crying kate turns away from her to the cameras and is like you never know what you'll get with her i'm like i know talk to your kid i know I know she was just like, oh, well, I thought you liked this bear. And then Maddie was just having a moment. Like, she's all worried about her ears pierced. So she's like, no, I want my bear at home. My bear needs to be clean. Like, and she's just like, oh, this again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they cut to commercial. And usually now, I guess the style and reality shows is you have a little audio clip of one of the people going coming up on this show. But on John and K plus eight, they have this eye level <laughs> shot of one of the toddlers going, coming up on John and K plus eight. <laughs> it made me, it was really cute and sad. I know. These, um, these kids are in the mines. Like they're literally it, like the reason child labor laws were made was because of like little six year olds, like scrubbing chimneys and shit. <laughs> and that's these kids. Yeah. yeah. And they have to do they're, it with a smile on their face. They're on set filming five days a week. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. And and it's like a show that at this point, like, half the country is watching. Not half. But like, it's like, like, everyone knows them. Everyone at school knows them. All the parents. Like, they're little mini celebrities always on. Um, yeah. They, they said that the ratings were between five and ten million an episode. Five and ten million? Mm-hmm. It's disturbing. And I was one of them. Um, but so they cut to commercial and we're going to actually have to take a quick break. We'll be right back as well. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Okay, so we're back and we cut to a moment that definitely feels like we should not be watching it, where Maddie is about to get her ears pierced and they're just zooming in on her face as they're piercing her ears and I don't know it's just like a moment most of us have experienced growing up that's obviously so painful and she's just then obviously crying hysterically because it hurts and you're Mm -hmm. it's just yeah it would hurt now I mean I got my ears pierced last year I it it hurt a lot did you cry (laughs) um no, I didn't because I'm not a little bitch like You're Maddie so knows. Brave. <laughs> I am brave. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Um yeah, but then we go to the enemy's house, Aunt Jody. Jody is <laughs> dun dun dun. Yeah, the evil wench, Aunt Jody, according to Kate. So the ki- six kids are stuck. Oh no, it's it's not six, it's the seven kids that are stuck inside because um Kara is there as well. Um, stuck inside because it's cold day outside so she's trying to keep them entertained and wrangle them and she has this mini gumball machine uh, and asks if they're allowed gum at home <laughs> and yeah it's not a good idea to give toddlers gum that is that is true but when uh, if you don't have kids you don't think of stuff like that like I don't have kids don't want them certainly no more after watching this but like I didn't we like when we used to do crafts and stuff with kids like the slime was a real trigger for me (laughs) I was finding bits of slime like in places like and a lot of parents have a no slime rule like kids love to make slime play with it but it fucks up people's lives and homes and clothing and stuff so I get it their lives (laughs) it it's so funny though how the kids are like yeah of course like yes we all get gum at home like they're so good sometimes well they're just they're three also three-year-olds like it's not that they're I mean they are little liars but part of it is that they just don't even like they don't remember if they're allowed gum or they're and also you know what to be fair I thought they were being really good liars which would be fine but I am remembering that they're like yeah like we get it on planes and then Kate confirms, yes, they do. That was the one time they got it. Yeah. That and that's that's a smart move. But yeah, Jody gives all the kids gum. She's like, okay, just don't put it like give it to me when you're done, okay? Like don't put it anywhere else. Um and that is a preceding disaster. But before the storm um comes a little sunshiny moment where John and Kate and Maddie are all going out to lunch and they're having like they're getting cake and like milkshakes and Kate says we try to make their special day obsessively special all day um that's yeah. good I, I I love the concept of the special day of course 
Um, and Maddie, it's really cute. She confesses that when she was three, her and Kara cut, cut off one of their hairs and they were like, okay. <laughs> um, but then they come home and Kate says that, okay, this is showing me she was actually really lovely all day that maybe when she acts up, it's because she's not getting enough attention. It's like Kate would is just not considering that kids acting up is not because they're trying to be manipulative, but because maybe she has eight kids and they have needs that are being met. Yeah. Having eight kids with seemingly no nanny or at least none for while they're filming together all day is a lot. I mean, each parent has to handle a lot of kids. Even with the nanny, though, it would yeah. be a lot. You'd like, need a team. Like the way the... <laughs> The way that like Courtney has like one nanny for each of her kids. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they even have more than that. But yeah, it, yes. like because if you're let's say you have a nanny and you're both there, that's still like four to one. Yeah. No, you need four. a team of eight nannies in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then they see gum on Joel's sock and Kate starts screaming <laughs> she walks up and is like what is this and then she's like no way and she scree- screams it and then she's like you don't roll and she's uh, she's like about she's like lord have mercy and like is looking around and just realizing like they all have gum <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was a horror movie that it was, that's when it turned into a horror movie <laughs> Like her head detached and just started spinning around and like noticing that all the kids were chewing gum. It's just like no, 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 <laughs> grabbing little like yeah. socks and stuff. It's she's <sighs> screaming this while she's ripping Joel's socks off and like throwing them in the garbage. Um, and <laughs> it leads just... her to a crazy place. She goes instantly into a manic rage and. She's screaming. She's trying to scrape gum off of this bear and is going, Colin, if your bear has gum on it, it's going in the trash. I'm not getting that out. That's ridiculous. <laughs> is she the way the kid, the older kids come over and just like have to start hostage negotiating for the bear had me dead. I was like. This woman is unhinged. She's like holding it over the garbage. They're like, no, 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 wait, wait. We'll, we'll take real good care of it. He loves that bear. It was so dramatic. I know. And she she did all of this because she said that she can't put it in the dryer anymore. But I'm like, just air dry it. It's their favorite stuffy. Isn't that sacred with kids? I know. Or even just like cut out that spot. Then it has a hole. Whatever. Like this, the kid loves this, this did, toy. It did make me think of like, I need to start making this comparison, but Ruby Frankie, when she was like, I'm going to cut the head off of your stuffed animal if you keep misbehaving. Whoa, that just, I just got to chill. I know, but like Kate just running around screaming, being like, Colin, I'm throwing out your bear. And he's like, yeah, he's crying. The girl's negotiating. Like it was so, so so dark. Um, But then, then Kate is like, I thought it was going to take a turn because then she says i'm too practical to say like oh who cares throw it away so the alternative is to stand there scrubbing um but then she pauses and then turns to colin and goes i'm throwing your bear away i'm not dealing with it your bear is going to the trash and it's like okay um but yeah maddie's like but me and colin play with the bear every morning and maddie, you know, she's like it's not his fault that 
you know, gum got in his bear, it probably fell out of his mouth, and and she's like, get out, you gum, and we're three! <laughs> Screams it, like, in his face. It's like, damn, like, his little brain, like, his little fontanelle is just barely closed. He's just I know. He's saying, Teddy, he's saying Teddy Bear's my buddy. While Maddie, <laughs> while Maddie comforts him, and Kate's like, who can... And, and she's, she... All she says is, too bad, I can't put it in my dryer anymore. It's crazy. And, and, and the the twins are comforting Colin. It's and just insane that this was a show that everybody watched. It's so weird. I know. And they were like, oh, Kate, Kate's a little strict around the house. And also, I don't know. This isolated on its own. Okay. Because all parents and anyone watching kids, like, eventually you'll you'll snap and you'll have moments where you're really, like, even the most patient parents will get mm-hmm. impatient and lose their temper and everything. It's in the context of everything else. So that that's yeah. how the episode ends. And honestly, this could have been a lot worse. Like, I think it does show that she's like a bit like wild for the like, you know, murdering the bear stuff. <laughs> like, um, It was also like, I think she was also showed moments of some restraint. Like she's like, I'm calling Jody right now. And then like, she could have been, meaner she's like love you so much but don't ever give the kids gum again <laughs> well she's nice to the adults like right um well, she's and but- she gave them the special day you know like she's like i don't i don't think she's actually a bad person like i actually do think she loves her kids but she's just got like a personality disorder or something well it's interesting because uh some of the the reddit threads I, I was digging up were putting together timelines of when things happened um and they were talking about how like the special days they kept referring back to them to like the special days when they were three and basically implying that she would only really do these big special trips with the kids when things were filming when like yeah and wouldn't otherwise yeah, like production planned out every special outing or special day that they ever had, like, you know, with some input from the kids, but like their whole life was a TV show. Like cameras go up, that means it's time to be like spend time as a family. And then that's it. And and like, yeah, they make them say stuff, they make them stay up, do all this filming, like long, long days. Yeah. Way more than 40 hours a week. Oh, absolutely. And there's no rules as to any money having to go to these kids because they're not actors. There's no rules set in place that it's like the money goes to this family, which is the adults, and then what they do with that is their business. So some of these kids, um, people are are noticing that they had mentioned because they they were say on social media that they were taking loans out for college. Why are any of them taking loans out for college when Kate had a bodyguard that traveled with her for like years and years during this show that she was clearly just. They made millions for some of these seasons. That's Mm -hmm. crazy. All on the backs of the kids. They wouldn't have any of this without the kids. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it is a lot to pay for eight kids, but yeah, you got some money set aside you can have money set aside for college. That should be the bare minimum law that yeah, the majority of all the funds go to like a trust with their name on it for them to get when they turn 18 or 21. Yeah. They all, they, they all should have trust, but they don't. Um, 
And so, so yeah, we, there was such a famous falling out and fall from grace from this family after the divorce where John insisted on not wanting the kids being filmed and Kate fully retaliated. The network was on her side. And as much as John had really atrocious behavior that year, more like just really douchey behavior, uh, I am, I can't help but I'm much more on, on his side of things. Yeah, I'm sympathetic to John. And I, if I were one of these kids I probably would choose him out of the two of them to be my custodial parent well so that's what happened so the kids um were essentially broken up first with Colin being taken out of the house um in the fourth grade he was sent off to a correctional facility and not a correctional facility, a therapy, like some sort of therapeutic, basically like a, an institution, a psychiatric mm-hmm. institution. Yeah. And Kate said that he had special needs and that she wasn't meeting those needs. But John basically said that he rescued him from there, that Colin was never visited by Kate. And Colin went and lived with him after that. And then later on, Hannah, one of the other sex tuplets, joined him. And so John raised Colin and Hannah um, and the other six kids are completely estranged from him and, and have been basically ever since. Estranged from him and the two siblings that live with him. Yes. Like, which is heartbreaking to break up a set of sex tuplets. And he did, Colin did an interview um, and then they did a vice episode about this. So that's where a lot of this information came from, but it's an absolutely outrageous story of her of John not even knowing that he was institutionalized from like fourth grade to eighth grade or something like it it was crazy had to go get him out had to find out where he was like and all the while it kind of seems like he there was nothing wrong with him like when John said when he went to pick him up he was like, what's his diagnosis even for being here? And the doctor said he doesn't have one yet. And he's like, well, he's been here for years. So why are you holding him then and giving him medication? What's the medication for? Like what's, it was like quite an outrageous. And then like the place has like 1.9 stars on Google and all the reviews are saying like this place abuses kids and it's a horrible place to be. And he hadn't seen either of his parents in two years at one point because his dad didn't know where he was and his mom wasn't visiting. It's like unbelievable what she did to that kid. Yeah. And so in that light, it's like you see her like throwing out his teddy bear and it's so chilling because there's so many instances. People have made compilations of the show throughout the years where she's taking out her rage on Colin and just kind of like rolling her eyes at him. And and she's always kind of othered him. And Colin, like I, I encourage everyone to watch even just clips of him talking in the Vice documentary. Um, he just sounds so level-headed and so calm and it made me so sad because he said like I'm still if you know my mom wants to reach out and reconnect like I'm here um I would love to reconnect I would love to reconnect with my siblings like you know I know she was going through a lot but she seemed to have treated me like a scapegoat and that's where he left it and then she retaliated with this horrific Instagram post about him. Okay, so 
This is Kate's response to Colin speaking out about his time in a facility. And keep in mind, he's saying things like, look, he wasn't a perfect child, but his misbehaving was no different from his siblings. And saying, like he said, I really hope one day we can all reconnect and put the show behind us and just be siblings again and take back time we didn't have. And her response is to put out this lengthy Instagram statement saying, I... I've never wanted to do this, but I feel I've been backed into a corner and left with no choice. Although it saddens me to do so, I need to speak out now. My my son, Colin, whom I love with all my heart, has received multiple psychiatric diagnoses over the years. For the safety of myself, his brothers and sisters, and for his own well-being, he was placed in a facility follow, following years of outpatient treatment, which proved insufficient for his needs. Following John's removal of Colin from my treatment, from treatment, my son's unpredictable and violent behavior has sadly continued regularly towards John, Hannah, and others around him. Colin's distorted perception of reality is one of the many issues that he has always struggled with. As many people who have family members grappling with mental health issues can attest, it's rarely and sadly surprising when complete fabrications occur. And then she said, like, all measures were put in place. Um, to safeguard everyone, unfortunately, I believe Colin remains a very troubled young man who continues to need a lot of help. His brothers and sisters and I have not been directly involved in his life due to his history of unpredictable behavior and violent tendencies towards us. This sounds like a statement written about Aaron Carter. Like, what? where's the proof that this boy is violent and dangerous? Like, is it? Is this... A, a real documented thing. No one else in the family has weighed in. It's so messy. Like I, d she talks about him like he is out of control. Well, and also, he was removed from her care when he was a child. So was he like chasing them around with a knife when he was a child? And so she's completely disowned him. Like I find that unlikely. But no matter what a kid is doing as a child, for you to say, like okay, I, I've done everything and now I need to completely abandon him. And she said, at after consulting with my team um, and team of experts, like we decided it would be best to like cut off contact. And it's like, actually, I don't think any psych psychiatrist would recommend that. Like, yeah. And, and many have spoken up saying like, actually, when a child is in an outpatient treatment facility, it's really important for the family members to be involved. That's essential for healing. And John has come out and said, like, when did this happen? Like in fourth grade? Like, what <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, you don't even talk to your son. Like, how do you how do you what do you mean this stuff is still continued? They're not what in touch the fuck? at all. What a cruel statement to put out about your child. It's unbelievable. Like her hatred for him. Like, it seems like in the other ways, like, I mean, the, the other kids are choosing to stay with her. They're like old enough now that they well, who knows? We don't know who's speaking to who or like, you know, we can't speak with too much. Well, so actually there was some, some of them that seemed to be connecting. Hannah was doing some Instagram lives with some of her other siblings on Earth do it on TikTok before the Vice documentary aired. And then after the Vice documentary, um, we didn't see any more lives from them. But Maddie made a statement when she was 22, this was recently, saying that she refuses to associate with Colin because he engages in hate speech and violence towards minorities. Whoa, what? Oh my God. And, and 
What I'm wondering is I I don't want to I don't want to discount anyone's experience cuz clearly every kid who grows up in this environment the trauma is unreal and unbelievable. But I'm like what of this is Kate explaining things to her because John's response to this was like, "Well, you aren't in touch with you you don't see your brother like you haven't seen him for years so when when did this occur we don't know i don't we don't know what's going on behind closed doors but and we don't have any evidence of any of this behavior from him but one thing that people are noting is that kate keeps referring to his multiple psychiatric diagnoses but he's currently in the marines and you can't you can't join the marines with uh the these basically like disruptive personality disorders they screen for that and so people were getting in her comments saying like yeah but he's in the marines um and then someone else comments yeah but the marines are desperate they'll take just about anyone these days and kate liked that comment okay i really regret saying that she's not a bad person because this is constant bullying and just like she has never learned yeah no matter like what has gone on colin is clearly trying to pull himself up and make a good life for himself no matter what he did he spent years by himself with no family visiting him as a child in a psychiatric facility now he's in the marines and she's saying kate's liking comments saying oh yeah they'll take just about anyone when the way she's acting is like he murdered all her other kids or something like that would have, that would be like a level that would warrant behavior like this. But it's like, what did he fucking do? I know. I can understand a parent walking away from a kid if they like murdered other people in their family or something, you know, but in other cases, in any other case, it's like. And this like extremely pitch black tone we've got here (laughs) reflects the source material. Like this is like, this is the darkest comedy we have reviewed thus far. Yeah, I know. I know. It, it's so, I know. It's so horrific. And it's like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm also just, it, it feels weird to be so wholeheartedly on the father's side in this because I don't know. I, I'm, I, I will be quick to change my tune if more evidence comes out. But all of John's douchebag behavior was just that it was douchebag behavior he was partying and drinking and wearing ed hardy yeah and and sleeping with like trashy girls that were like younger than him (laughs) yeah and he was what 27 at the time and he had gotten married when he was 23 so he was just reenacting like life stop was he only like 20 in his no he wasn't he looked old as hell on those yachts okay no you're right he was 42 um but still whatever Someone post-divorce being douchey? Okay, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's forgivable. Very... It's forgivable. I'm on your side. Yeah, cringy, <laughs> so but no, but I'm just it's cringy, but it's like a, it's legal and it's fine is fine. Um he he's gotten a lot of uh he's gotten a lot of <laughs> uh guff for it and he's moved on. Your passionate defense of John Gosling. <laughs> He, he is has my lived, president. he has laughed, he has loved and learned. That's what you guys don't get. We all want to party when we're struggling. I agree. Yeah. Justice for John Goslin, new merch. <laughs> I don't 
I don't know if I want to put that into writing, but I I would. JK. But I would. Yeah, I would wed him. No, I would not. Um, But. You would wed him? Yeah. No, I would not. No, I would not. What a weird thought to even cross your mind. (laughs) I don't know. I think he's single. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. (laughs) He would respond to any DM he got. (laughs) Seems like it. Seems like it. Uh, But Ladies, if anyone chooses to see what's up, maybe take him out for a drink. Let us know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, oh god, I was gonna go back to the abuse allegations. It's really hard to pivot back to that. It's but like, fine. okay, okay, it's fine. That's what we're all about. Sharp, jarring transitions. I, I just, I just think that you could argue that oh, maybe Kate's not getting into what Colin did out of privacy, but she already aired out his shit. She already said he's been violent towards the family and we had to completely cut him. It was so bad that we had to completely cut him off. So then in that case, like give us proof. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you You, you don't say things. Don't say things like that without showing proof or explaining an incident. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, back totally. it up if you're gonna make those claims wit- about provide someone. a witness, it- someone else who's seen this and can te- like testify. Like, yeah, we we're getting into some serious allegations here. Yeah, because the Marines aren't buying it, and yeah, they're pretty. They seem pretty stringent as an organization. Well, they don't some- want someone in there who's psychotic and violent and unpredictable with a personality disorder. No, you would think yeah. they would catch one of those things. Yeah, I don't, and I don't think they would take just anyone. Like, I think. If, I'm sure they would take racists. If that was the worst thing he did, like the daughter that said he says racial slurs and stuff, like, then. Well, she also I'd, said he's violent. Right. She also said he's violent and, right. and, and says hate speech, says hate speech. Um, yeah, the, yeah, I'm sure the Marines would take racists, absolutely, but violent people that have threatened the entire family so much that he had to be removed from a child as a child and never addressed again or maybe they are desperate in taking anybody unclear no sammy our our military intel is it's not like we don't have a direct line no just by logic's sake like they your reputation can really get ruined as an organization by having one of your members going going off publicly Mm-hmm. I mean, and especially military especially in the states is like it doesn't go well for them a lot of the time. And ex so, ex military, that's ex, another yeah. thing. They're cast aside. That's a whole other thing. Is post military emotional support that doesn't exist. But dur- when you're in the organization, like in uniform, especially someone as high profile as Colin Goslin, you do want to do a background check. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking how how weird it would be to be like his bunk mate or whatever. Be like Goslin, hey, like damn, you look just like your dad. <laughs> like that, no. it just it's so weird that they have to walk through life not knowing who's seen like their diapers get changed or whatever. I know when I was doing research for um, updates on on where the family's at now, like I somehow ended up on Kara, like, the older twins' um, LinkedIn page, and I was like, this feels so creepy. Like she's a bank analyst. And I don't, right. uh, why do I know this? And I'm like reading through her, 
<laughs> like her, just her LinkedIn profile. And I'm like, I need to stop. Like I, I was just going to look at anything that has been said publicly that they wanted put out there. Cause for a while, Maddie did have uh, an Instagram was posting on it. I think after the vice documentary just deleted it and she's just, they're just at college or now working, living their lives. We don't know anything about the other kids. They're very quiet. I do know for the twins, 22 is very young. Uh, it'll be interesting what where they'll be at when they're 30. I actually hope for their sake that we don't find out. I hope none of this p- keeps playing out publicly, that they just resolve things privately. But for everything that that Maddie's been saying, a lot of it sounds heavily Kate influenced. Yeah. And I and I just hope that she's able to recognize that. Mhm. Yeah, this family is very very broken, but definitely by the show. Like there's there's no question. Like the way that it was framed of why she even needed him out in the first place was because he stopped um engaging on camera. Like he would just like slump down and refuse to talk and give interviews and stuff. So then she started punishing him in small ways, like making him stay inside if the kids were going outside and playing or leaving him home on like fun trips. And then eventually was just like, he's a problem. He's a problem. Okay. I want him gone. And then production can resume with no hiccups. Yeah. Yeah. Kate, Kate got way lost in the sauce. Mm-hmm. I mean, just even the whole dancing with the, stars tour and her bodyguard that she had with her everywhere for years i was like kate what are what are we doing here what are we doing and now her kids are just regular people have to work regular jobs and they didn't save anything and like it's just so disappointing yeah it is and yeah i hope she's held accountable for her actions i hope that they all are the the but the fact of the matter is this show, the shows like this are still ongoing. Like there's a show currently called Outdaughtered that I, I've i seen an episode or two of. And it's like this seems like a pretty wholesome family that loves each other. But ultimately, it's like even without drama or contempt, all shows like this are exploitative. Yes. So. Crazy. Well, We'll see if anything else emerges publicly. Hopefully it doesn't, but I hope Colin is able to get healing. I hope all these kids get healing in time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a lot to reckon with and it's going to take a long time. And like, just because we're already in the darkest pit, like, you know, what kills me is whenever I see like Paris Jackson, Michael Jackson's adopted daughter, like posting in support of him and stuff. And I'm like, damn, like she hasn't accepted yet. Like, what he did and that those people were telling the truth like that yeah that's gonna hit like a ton of bricks it might be when she's 65 i have no idea or maybe never how could you live in denial like that forever couldn't be me could not be me i know but we need to know the truth for our own for our comfort's sake and some people need to live always with their head buried in the sand I guess you get through life however you can to like cope, but yeah, I, I very pro facing the truth. I think it always ends up better on the other side. No, of course, of course me too. That's not how I operate either, but like, yeah, it's just, it's already incomprehensible. Like what you'd have to go through as a child star of a quote unquote, like 
uh, safe and happy family, let mm-hmm. alone being the child of someone who's done things like Michael Jackson. Yeah. <sighs> well, um, actually, speaking of it, when we had done a call out for which shows we wanted to cover, uh, people had mentioned the Michael Jackson documentary. Uh, I can never rewatch that. I'm really glad I did. Um, but we're, we're not going to be covering it for that reason. But if you haven't seen it, it's called Leaving Neverland, I think. Yeah, it's called Leaving Neverland. It's in four parts and it's very painful, but it's an important watch. Yeah, if, if the truth matters to you. Like if and if you don't care, you don't want to subject yourself to that. Like, you know, like don't care about the story. Um but yeah, after that, you know, I, I, I was like, okay, I'll never listen to Michael Jackson again. Like, that's Same. a sacrifice that I am, I have no choice but to make. Yeah, same. Oh, all right. Well, on that note, it's been, it's been a time. Um, we love you guys. We hope you have a good week. Yeah. Bye. Au revoir, mes amours. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Have you ever Googled your own name? Prepare for a shock because your personal info, including addresses and phone numbers, is all out there. It's all harvested by data brokers and sold legally. Aura is a personal digital security service that scans the internet for your sensitive information and provides a full suite of privacy-enhancing tools. For a limited time, Aura is offering listeners a 14-day free trial at Aura.com safety. That's A-U-R-A dot safety to learn more and activate the 14-day trial period. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.